chat time. Praise the Lord. It's chat time once again. Now this week we will continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some current events and some questions that people had. And before we get into that, I want to ask, did you ever wonder where a saying came from? For example, see, see eye to eye. You know how people have said that. You know, that means that you're in agreement, that you have the same view, you have the same understanding when you see eye to eye. Well, the origin of that, that phrase comes from Isaiah chapter 52, verse 8. And it reads, Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, with the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. So now you know where it came from. So starting with some current events, I don't know how to pronounce this one word, but bear with me. Uh, Someone sent this to me. It came from CBN News, and it talks about Gavin, Governor Gavin Newsom, who signed 13 new abortion and reproductive health bills into law just in September, uh, strengthening California's already robust allowances for the ending the life of a baby. The raft of new abortion laws essentially codifies key parts of the governor's campaign to make California a national abortion hub, but pro-life advocates are condemning the move, calling it horrendous. All year we have been fighting these bills to make people understand what is coming down the pike. Greg Burt with the California Family Council said on Facebook, Governor News really wants to make 
California a sanctuary for the nation's abortions. Well, send them there. <laughs> so um, he uh, signed these 13 abortion bills, including infanticide. Infanticide. Mm-hmm. Bill. And um, so just last week, he came under fire from Christians and conservatives conservatives for using a Bible verse from Mark 12, 31 to promote abortion. <laughs> okay. In states like Texas, Indiana, Mississippi, and Oklahoma, which have tighter abortion restrictions, mm-hmm. he posted billboards in those states saying, need abortion? California is ready to help. Then the pro-abortion ad sites ads cite the words of Jesus Christ Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Uh, well, I don't even see how they connect the two. I don't, I don't get the connection there. All I see is, is infanticide. That's it. I don't see how they connect abortions with loving your neighbor as yourself. Unless they're saying we love you as ourselves, so come to California in order to murder your child. <laughs> but, you know, we love you just that much. We're going we're gonna to aid and abet and assist you in ending the life of a baby. So um, while it's obnoxious to post billboards in other states, he goes a step further into pure evil. And the most depraved part is that the very same billboards quote and twist the words of Jesus Christ in order to promote the killing of unborn children and abortion. Well, God's word is not twisted. Then the people who read it, their minds might be twisted, but the, God's word, it, it stands no matter what. And if a person is going to lust within their heart to kill, they have a homicidal spirit, or, the, or if they're, like the Lord said, the conscience is seared with a hot iron, if the love of many wax cold, then that's what's happening. So earlier in the month, uh, earlier in September, the state launched a publicly funded website to promote the state's abortion services. CBN News reported that $1 million was allocated for the building of the website, which provides information on different types of abortion and how to get one. They should have spent that money on the homeless. It lists clinics, links to financial help for travel and lodging, also tells teenagers from other states they don't need their parents' permission to get an abortion. I in feel California. like if a child is brassy enough to end the life of another human being, to go cross state lines in order to end the life of their baby, then they can stay where they got the abortion. So if he encourages a child and the child decides that's where they're going to go, I feel like, well, now you have crossed over into adulthood. And so now you're on your own, buddy. So according to the California's website, a few of the bills that he just signed include SB Senate Bill 1375, which allows nurse practitioners to perform first trimester abortions without the supervision of a physician. nuts. Assembly Bill 1242 prohibits state law enforcement agencies from complying with out-of-state abortion investigations. They take more, more precautions in pulling your teeth than they do with abortion. Senate Bill 245 essentially eliminates out-of-pocket costs for abortions. 
Assembly Bill 1666 creates immediate liability protections for California abortion providers when caring for patients traveling from areas where the procedure is now banned or access is narrowed. This is how I feel. If the state of California, if the majority of the population within California actually condones this, then there has to be a spirit like a haze that just hangs over that state and whatever the Lord does, because they have to face the Lord. There's going to be a reckoning. There's going to be a chastisement. I wouldn't want to be there. <laughs> Assembly Bill 657 expedites licensure for health care pr- practitioners that come to California to provide abortion care services. Senate Bill 523 expands birth control access regardless of gender or insurance coverage. Senate Bill 1245 sets aside $20 million for the Los Angeles County Abortion Access Safe Haven Pilot Program. You think they will put that into the police department? Assembly Bill 2586 allocates funds to disproportionately impacted communities to receive reproductive sex education Uh and abortion. Uh-oh, so they're saying you people of color, you just, you need a little bit more money because you guys are just a little bit more stupid. (laughs) Now, Assembly Bill, (laughs) now Assembly Bill 2223 was also among the measures Newsom signed recently, and it concerns pro-life activists and the most because it essentially permits the killing of unborn children throughout all nine months of pregnancy. Right. Murder. It Pure would also simple. decriminalize actions that lead to the deaths of newborns in the days after birth. Yeah, right. They mean that if they change their mind and somehow the baby mysteriously dies, you're not held accountable. And so uh, what, what about the woman who's carrying pregnancy to term and say something happens? And she loses her life and the baby loses its life is a still double homicide because he's really taken away the humanity of the child, of the baby. So supporters of the measure said it's about protecting, protecting moms from prosecution related to late-term death of a, or abortion of a child. But that's stupid because late-term death, this is what we're trying to tell them. If a child dies after it's born, no one has been carted off to jail this is something, I, I, I don't get it, but this is something that they're doing so that if after the baby's born, they decide to terminate his life, the mother and the father or whoever has made the decision will not be held accountable. Because even right now, if a baby dies after birth, if, if they try to save the baby and whatever reason the baby dies, they're not prosecuted. So here, the bill would stop a coroner from determining how a newborn died if the death Ah. is known or suspected to be the result of a self-induced or criminal abortion. It also allows a woman to sue any police department or legal authority which arrests or charges her for hurting or killing her child under the provisions of the bill. For example, a mother... Her boyfriend, or for that matter, the babysitter can starve or beat or shake a three-week-old baby to death, and no one can investigate because under Assembly Bill 2223, it is a perinatal death. Have you, I, I, I'm hoping people who have some type of conscience 
some type of integrity. Here's what they're saying. The, the mother, the parent, whoever has a right to murder a child and the law cannot investigate the murder, even if they're suspected to be murdered, they can't do anything about it. I hope, now this is, this is an area to me where people rise up and become their own law because if that would happen, I hope the, the, the parent or the other relative or somebody who cared about the child would just beat the woman half to death or beat the man half to death or whoever it was, not kill them, but hurt them enough to let them know you're wrong. So pro-lifers hope to block Proposition 1 in November. I hope they do because you don't have to pray for these people. advocates are now urging California residents to vote no on Proposition 1 in November. I hope the they The Proposition do. 1 will enshrine the right to kill a baby up until the moment of birth. And after. There are no limitations. Most people are not going to be comfortable with that. They well, said, well, I don't well know. you're but in California, but you're in California. Now I'm saying we we have to actually pray that the Lord would undertake because these people have gotten out of control. California and, needs and a lot Lord, of prayer, and the Lord is going to chastise these people because I'm thinking if somebody does that, I could not blame somebody in the family who would just go berserk and say, "You just killed a, a child. You just killed a baby. That's just cold blooded." murder. So if they can't invest, and I bet they would investigate that, but not the person who did the killing. You can see how, and if a person can't see how evil that is, something's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. If a saint, so-called, can't see the evil in that, something's wrong with them. That is insane. Well, moving on to some, a little bit older, uh, current, (laughs) current events that are a little bit older. Republican lawmakers blast Biden administration grant to protect atheists overseas oh. and this was well, how, the Washington how, how Times. People, wait a minute wait a minute atheists overseas how people know they're atheists what are going around telling people I don't believe in God no. <laughs> a state department grant of $500,000 to fund the promotion of the rights of atheists and other non-believers in the near east and south central Asia has drawn fire from more than a dozen members of Congress who say the goal is to push atheism. The uh, 2021 grants were designed to allow members of of minorities and marginalized groups, particularly atheists and non-believers, to network and campaign for their freedom alongside religious believers. Who is going to be stupid enough? Now, okay, maybe in in parts of overseas. I just can't get over that. But maybe in places where Westerners are dominating that particular area. But I cannot picture a person, even though we know that there's but one God, but I cannot picture somebody jumping up in the middle of a a, a mosque and yelling, they don't believe in Allah. (laughs) I can't picture them getting on a lie. Because atheism is an integral part of the belief system of Marxism and communism. Americans rightly discern the grants as an element of the Biden administration efforts to promote radical, they, progressive, or don't they sound satanic? <laughs> mm-hmm. It sounds very satanic. It reminds me of when they built the gate of what was that of, of Belial. Remember when you they set up that gate of Molech or whatever that was mm-hmm. in the, in New York? It sounds very 
satanic. Why would you? And if a person is that ignorant to, that's why they, if they did it overseas, it, it, it wouldn't work here. I mean, but I can't even picture somebody being dumb enough overseas, maybe in China, because they blatantly come out. But how are you going to do it in a country where I don't where know why. Why does why they is, have religious convictions? Why why fund That's what I'm saying. It sounds so, waste, it sounds wasting so our satanic. wasting our tax, tax dollars. Yeah. For that. For but, that. But it's nonsense because it doesn't. It, 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 I can't even picture which which did they name which country. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. What country? lawmakers want the administration to specify who received the money, which programs were funded, and in which countries the funds were spent. Right. They also asked officials to explain how does deconstructing America's reputation as a country of faith into one that promotes the negation of it improve our standing in the world. And how does promoting atheism in parts of the world where religious persecution is widespread help those facing persecution? It doesn't. The letter Mm -hmm. asks the State Department to explain how promoting atheism in Muslim countries aids the U.S. values and interests. And I, I can't picture a person being stupid enough in a Muslim country to get up and yell that they're, that they're atheists. I mean, they would be one dumb person. But the Lord said, the fool has said in his heart, there, there is, is no, no God. God. Well, here's an, uh, an article, and, and maybe some people saw this or not. It was on Fox News, and the, a judge blocked Biden administration's transgender school bathroom rule for athletes, I think. It's former transgender teenager Chloe Cole recalls the story of her transition and shares her advice for young people feeling gender dysphoric on um, a recent program on Fox News. A federal judge blocked a directive from President Biden's administration that allowed transgender workers and students to use school restrooms matching their gender identities. It also allowed transgender athletes to join sports teams corresponding with their chosen genders. The directive was blocked by Judge Charles Ashley of the Eastern District of Tennessee, a Trump appointee, after a coalition of 20 Republican attorneys general sued last year. The plaintiffs argued the federal directive clashed with the state laws and prevented states from enforcing their own laws that banned transgender school bathroom use. The judge agreed, saying, in his opinion, the states cannot continue regulating pursuant to their state laws while at the same time complying with the defendant's guidance. The states also argued the Biden administration's Justice Department the Department of Education, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, who are the defendants in this case, improperly justified the bathroom directive through the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in Bostock versus Clayton County. In this case, Clayton County fired county employee Gerald Bostock for unbecoming behavior after he participated in a gay recreational softball league. The Supreme Court ruled in 2020 that workplace sex discrimination in the Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 should extend to sexual orientation and gender identity. The higher court said in its decision 
They were not deciding whether sex segregated bathrooms, locker rooms, and dress codes violated Title VII. In 2021, after President Biden was sworn into office and appointed new leadership, the Department of Education issued guidance to apply the 2020 case to schools. The department suggested the court's decision should be applied to sex-segregated bathrooms, but the judge disagreed. Um, because the state is robbed of its ability to run its own affairs. Because in Vermont, I believe, they have the state has said that transgenders can, you know, share the same locker room. And the, the, the soccer team, the female soccer team, they got upset because the uh, male who said he identified as being female went into the locker room, but it wasn't changing. He sat there and watched the girls change and then made inappropriate comments. So the school ruled that the girls had to go and share a one-stall bathroom in order to change. <laughs> not, not that the young man should go into a one-stall bathroom and change, but that the 10 other members of the soccer team <laughs> had to go and take turns by going into a single-stall bathroom to change because the state itself <laughs> you know, has passed a law that is uh, a transgender's right. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the person, you know, basically is a male. They mm -hmm. haven't, they haven't <laughs> crossed over to the point where they cut off their genitals. They, mm -hmm. they haven't gone that far. Mm -hmm. But I mean, to sit there just to watch the women change mm -hmm. and then start to make comments. Mm -hmm. What I feel like all 10 of them just should have jumped on them and beat the snot out of them. Mm -hmm. They went on and changed and went on into the field. Yeah. <laughs> Treat them well. as if they were rapists <laughs> and um, yeah. everything yeah. else. Yeah. Well, enough of all this nonsense in yes. the world here. I want to go on to some questions that were sent to me. Uh, this question is, do all religions lead to God? No. Just, and sometimes the word religion is used too loosely as far as I'm concerned. No, there's some religions that pur purposely distract from the Lord and mislead people away from God. Well, the answer is no. And in John 14, 6, Jesus tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Only by accepting Jesus as your Savior can, can the Lord, Jesus as your Savior and Lord, can you go to heaven. So, you know, Jesus took punishment on yeah, and the idea, himself. right, it sounds so abstract to people who really don't have faith in what the Lord is saying, I am truth. So when, when people object, and when they say, well, Jesus can't be the only way, he's saying, yes, I am, because there's only one truth. There's only one love. There's only one God. And a lot of people try to put a color, a skin color on the Lord. And because of that, a lot of people reject Christianity because they look at it as being a white man's religion. That's how they look at it. And, and then they preach, there's this religion that, that they say that the, the black Jews, the black Hebrews, that the Israelites that inhabit Israel now are, are imposters. And that their whole religion is based on hate. I mean, as if, if you're born by, as God has never said, if you're born by a certain skin color, you are automatically uh, saved, but that's how they preach it, and they preach that you have 
613 commandments that you have to, they totally, in order for this to work, have to reject the New Testament. Therefore, they reject Christ. So that's going back to the law. Right, which no man is justified by. So I don't know what Bible that they're reading. They say that they are the true Jews, and so I would like to ask them, well, what anyway, tribe do you come from? In John fourteen six, it also says that no one comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus took on our sins. Right. And he took on the punishment that we deserve. Right, which is another thing when we talk about religions that lead a person away from God. This, there's a, a, a belief out there that because the Lord has taken on our sins, all our sins are forgiven, present, and future, whether you repent or not. See, that's a false teaching. So that, that burden is lifted off of you because he died for our sins. So you can continue to sin. Right, but God has forgiven us because he died for our sins. I said, so that's, that's erroneous teaching. I said, and because of that, you rob people of that opportunity who would rather believe a lie than the truth to actually get to know God. So Jesus died on the cross, and then he came back to life. And he won the victory over sin. He and won the death. victory over death. And so, you know, when people say, well, I said, he's talking about your spiritual death. And he invites you to have a relationship with him through your faith. In order that you might live. Because God is saying, if you don't choose now, me, you choose death. Whether you, whether you believe or not, whether you're a Christian or not, you're going to have to stand before God and give an account for what you have done. Right, you have to, have you you, have to justify yourself. Why did you, you reject life? Have you, right, why did you, right. Have you repented? Have you received Jesus into your life? And you can find that in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. Only those who have accepted Jesus will have eternal life. 1 John 5, 12 says, If a person has never placed faith in Jesus, they will be eternally separated from God in hell. Right, but that's what hell is. But not, not just hell, you'll be eternally separated from God in his wrath, which is the lake of fire. What the Lord is saying is that his wrath burns continuously forever for those who have rejected him. He's saying you reject love. He's going to want to know why would you choose hatred over love? And the interesting thing is that you can be as faithful as you want to to your religion. Right. You can do good. You can be a good person. You can... But if you reject uh, God... But unless you receive... Jesus, right, which receive is true. Receive the Holy Spirit, right? Receive Him, because no matter what you do, as far as when they say you're a good person, it's only you're only a good person up to a certain extent, because however your spirit is, that which causes you to reject truth is going to come to the light. Well, anyway, that concludes our program for today. Well, praise the Lord, and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from Proverbs chapter 21 and 16. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what tree in the Bible is never empty, never barren, and always has fruit on it? 
And the answer is the tree of life. And that answer can be found in Revelation chapter 22, verse 2, which reads, In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. This week's food for thought is, what is the corn, C-O-R-N, what is the corn of heaven? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.